What up? What's cracking, dog? Oh, shit. Sounding good already. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't say it yet, bro. Don't jinx it. Let's talk for a few minutes because that's not exactly <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> this, right? this boy, Jay, this guy, Jay, is going to be like, I think it, it, it sounded all right. Uh, you're about to start doing that. <laughs> I hope not, man. Shit, I hope not. I mean, what but, is I mean, not- I turned off. I turned off everything that will be using Wi-Fi. I mean, last time I had my Xbox on, which I usually do, but I don't want anything I'm trying. <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah, so far so good. I mean, I know, but we, ne- we, never, we never really made it past, like, three minutes, so. That's true. So, I guess by now we would have heard a little something, something. We probably would have heard. I mean, we one of us, yeah, probably be breaking up by now, and then next thing you know, it's like the, it's like the, Death of silence or silence of death, whatever. Right. <laughs> but, well, shit, sounds good to me. <clears throat> all right, well, I guess, uh, right, well, I guess. nothing and welcome to another episode of commission co i am your host the commission and joining me is per usual is uh what was your team name again uh, and i'm looking recently uh, formerly known as the rowdy rough boys but for this week it's a change of plans for reasons i can disclose now or later uh go right ahead well you know Whenever you're in the underdog, you're the underdog for a reason. You know, you got a lot of people counting you down. A lot of people think, you know what, he's going to lose this. The stats ain't stacking up. You know what, I want to see him lose because, you know, it'll make it interesting for the league, which I would admit it would have made it interesting for the league. But I'm here to get them W's, not to make things interesting for y'all. So... Whenever I saw this collectively from different people in the league, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the exact personification of change of plans. And that's what it is. That's a, that was, that was a damn good explanation right there. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked it. But yeah, that's that's uh, folks. That's that's what kind of week it was. Well, that's how that that's how the week ended, and ended with a surprise, surprise. Very but, good uh, game. Yeah, yeah, excellent game. Couldn't tr- couldn't turn away from it, really. Dude, really, honestly, I, I, I was like looking down, and then I hear the announcer. Oh, the announcers like by raising their voice. I'm like, what happened? What happened? It's, you know, fumble this and fumble that, interception this on both sides. And I'm like, man, this is, this is like a movie right now. It was. But, you know, what? one thing I did notice, um, whenever the 49ers were recovering fumbles, or they were just 
they were just ripping the ball away from, uh, I, from I saw Seattle. That. Like, like, like before like they kids. got them all the way down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. I saw before they got them all the way down, they're like really trying to hook their arm in there and take that shit. I mean, I and that you know, up to this point, I I had yet to watch a 49ers game. And uh I mean I, I, I must say I was I was impressed. I was impressed with the defense. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like the hype that I was getting from it, it was like I was watching a Super Bowl game. Like that shit was like you know, you saw kind of both quarterbacks like it, like worried. You saw everybody like on their tiptoes, like let's hurry up and get. They were trying to pull out everything, especially towards the end. You know, Russell Wilson, he was really you know blasting them off, but I feel like the Forty ers kind of held them at bay somewhat. <clears throat> true, true. I, well, I you know, and I think a a, a tipping point or a turning point in the game was when uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he had to leave the game with an injury and that kind of, and then George Kittle was already missing because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. So that kind of put uh, Jimmy G in a bad spot. You know, mm-hmm. even then they are professionals. They're supposed to be able to come through, <laughs> but still. That's why you got my boy TC <clears throat> to come through from the backfield. You know what I mean? He's well, like, come Come through for you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this also about Jimmy G. There in overtime, he looked like he had a happy feet, and he just couldn't couldn't get set, or he was just real nervous, and he just kind of panicked. Yeah, man, I know what you mean. Like they were getting a lot of close ups of his face, and I'm like, man, this boy looks like he's playing for his life right now, like. But I don't know, man, you know, I keep hearing like this kind of common theme of, you know, man, this dude's not a good quarterback. This dude's not a good quarterback, but they're still doing all right. You know, it almost makes me feel like, you know, you can kind of forego some of the skill level of a quarterback if you have the right team around them. I think that's what like... I feel like that's what people were thinking with, um, ah, man, you know what, his name left me right now. You know, people like maybe like Matthew Stafford or someone like that, like he's a solid quarterback for sure. But I feel like, you know, as long as they have a solid team around him, you can kind of excel. Oh, I knew what I was going to say. It was the homie who was thinking that, you know what, maybe they should trade Cam Newton from the Panthers. And not to say that Kyle Allen is Cam Newton caliber, but maybe the things that you could get for the Cam Newton trade might boost the team up enough to build something around Kyle Allen. Yeah, uh, well, most most definitely they they might get a couple top draft picks or you know a, <laughs> a, a stud defensive player or wide receiver another another wide receiver or you know offensive lineman but i mean it's 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 been done before you know teams have been able to uh build with the defense a really strong defense a really a really strong run game to where they just do enough to get the job done yeah you know, exactly i don't know like i don't know if you remember the ravens from back in the early 2000s where they were just all defense all defense hey, you talking about with uh, with ray lewis 
Yeah, Ray Lewis and their quarterback was Trent Dilfer. I mean, that guy, that guy wasn't he wasn't gonna pass for more than 150 yards a game. But yeah, that, I mean, honestly, um, before like before like LT, he was like the next person that like was super in football, but he was defensive. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that that boy must be really going hard, and he was. <laughs> oh, he did, he did. Um, but. The one thing up still though, I just uh of course I don't maybe maybe next year the 49ers can would be able to do something like that. Um I just don't see it happening this year, but <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean I came away I came away impressed with them. I came away, you know, they they kept fighting too. They kept fighting and fighting, you know. Pushed yeah, it to overtime <laughs> and uh but I guess, you know, they, the toughest part of their schedule started this past week, started Monday. You know, this is the second half where they're having to the, – they're going to be facing the Packers, the Ravens. You're talking about uh, – uh, you're talking about – or, or No, Niners? I'm talking about four, 49ers. Oh, okay. So, I guess we have yet to see. You know, they, they have a really good coach. I like him. I've always liked him. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. You know, it's kind of coaching runs in his family. His his dad was the coach of uh, the Broncos whenever they won the Super Bowls with John Elway. He coached yeah. uh, the Redskins as well. Um, so I mean, he knows he knows what he's doing. You know, he's he's had a lot of uh, he's had some pretty good teaching coming up. So um, I guess we we'll wait and see. But uh, folks, we're just gonna go ahead and jump straight into the news and notes since it's only uh, it's only two of us. Uh, sorry about last night. Uh, we were having some real technical issues with the app and um, with um, internet. I, I mean, we couldn't literally couldn't stay on the app for longer than three minutes before being cut out. So they're trying to bring us down, Jay. It's a conspiracy. Somebody was. I mean, it was. I, it's don't never, make me don't never... let me turn into Eddie Bravo on here, bro. Eddie Bravo Eddie. and Joe, Joe Rogan over here. I'm a dude conspiracy. Oh, oh God, no, 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 bro. <laughs> we'll save that for another time, another uh, another podcast. <laughs> there, there, you know, there's an idea for you. Maybe you could, you know, start a podcast going about conspiracies and all that. That just that a thought, though. Not lying. Yeah, no, I might have to. I might have to. I might have to be on there too. You know. Yeah, but because I feel like we they need a conspiracy. Just real quick, they need a conspiracy yeah. show where the guys don't look freaking whacked out of their mind. Like some of these conspiracy yeah. theorists, I see their hair is just like crazy. They got all these crystal rings and shit. I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, they're sitting in the middle of uh, of a of, what do they call those uh, stars? The which stars? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? The, where, where, where they have the star upside down. Oh, the pentagram? There you go. Yeah, sitting in the middle of a pentagram. <laughs> freaking, reading from their uh, satanic Bible. and It's like, Jesus, boy, what are you, what's going on inside your head? But, yeah. It probably, probably ain't enough time in the world, though, to, uh, to find that out. But uh, here we go. Here we go. Just going to jump on in. Um, first, bit of the, first bit of news. Uh, speaking of the 49ers, they lost their defensive end, Robert Blair, to a torn ACL. Um, 
so he's done for the season. Uh, he wasn't a starter, but he was someone they relied on heavily. So that's, How do you uh, think, that's... Uh, I mean, do you think this is something they could like fill his place in with some with some planning well, or they 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 do have a deep a deep roster, but this is a this is the same issue they ran into last season where literally everybody just got hurt and of course so the you know the team the team took a dive you know and so you need you know you need your you need your players even though he wasn't a starter he was still he's still a good player he's still good enough to where he could start for some other team yeah 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 yeah. hey uh Shout out to him. It says he's uh from Texas. He went to Texas A and M University. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. Let's see here. Okay. Oh, and uh, George Kittle. George Kittle was out for the game. Well, he's going to be out again this week. Um. Apparently, whenever uh, whenever they played the Cardinals two weeks ago, it kind of did some uh, did a number on that knee when he got hit early in the game. So he's going to be out. Yeah. Um, their kicker, Robbie Gold, he's de- he's day-to-day. He might not play this week as well. So, like, like I said, and here I go with Emmanuel Sanders. It was a rib injury. Uh, he's considered day-to-day. So he he might he might play this coming Sunday. So He just got to shoot up a couple times, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's secret formula. Oh, yeah. No. Get, yeah, get, get one or two of those quarter zone shots and you're good to go. Mhm, mhm. What does that do? It uh, it numbs it up, kind of takes like, the feeling away. Is that to kind of say that like you might be fucking it up a little bit more, but at least you can't feel it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 in the in the nutshell, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. You know, but that, um, I don't I don't think teams do it as much nowadays, unless it's like uh. Unless, you know, you're, of course, fighting for a playoff spot or you're in the playoffs or, you know, because, you know, of course, the, the players, the coaches, the teams are a whole lot smarter nowadays to where they know that they could, you know, they keep going. It could cause damage to where it takes three times as long to recover from. Do you, and it's a, it's a rib injury, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think cortisone shot will be enough? Be like, yeah, just you know, numb that up real quick and be good. I mean, wide receiver, like I can see he's landing on his ribs, maybe, but you know, not as bad as like an offensive lineman or something. Well, I mean, if it's if it's a real intense game, I can almost guarantee he's getting one at the beginning, of, before the game, and at halftime. Um, you know, because they're getting hit, plus they're breathing. You know, so those oh, lungs man. are expanding. You know, so. Dude, breathing with a cracked rib is like impossible. It hurts. It definitely hurts. Yeah, that's really, uh, man, uh, that's crazy. <clears throat> so I guess we'll you know it's kind of wait and see on him. Um, Chris Herndon, tight end for the Jets, is placed on season-ending IR. Oh, um, that guy was doomed from the get-go. I mean, before the season. Coming? No, he no. I didn't see it coming, but it's just like that's the way his season was going before this. Before it started, before, before the season started, he was suspended four games by the NFL for uh, substance. Uh, I think it was a P, it might might have been PEDs or it might have been some kind of some something he he wasn't supposed to take. 
So, but upon but upon coming back, he injured he injured himself. I think it was his ankle, I believe, or his knee, and so he was out a game or two. But coming back, he just still wasn't right. So they just decided to go ahead and uh, chalk it up to a loss for the season. You know, get what better, was, come back next year. What What would you say to a player, like if they were like, man, you know what, this injury. It could be the end of my NFL career, but these doctors, they say they could shoot me up with these steroids, technically PEDs, but they know the schedule where I could be on it and I can pass and I could still play. And I'm just using this for my injury. Like, I'm not trying to, like, get a stronger edge on people. Do you, do you think they should just try, try and do that? Or you feel like, fuck it. Well, the, 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 the the drug tests are random by the NFL. So, you know, and I say that with quotes around it random be- I, yeah. because, you know, if they, if they have a suspicion that you're on something, you're going to get that random drug test. Now, if you're taking something, if you're about to take something, you notify the NFL and it, they approve it, then okay, you're all right. <clears throat> but, I mean, just we can look at the case of Golden Tate. He was taking, uh, he notified the NFL that he was going to be taking, uh, oh, what kind of medication was it? It was for, uh, was it for like ED? It was for his, no, it was for, no, <laughs> it was for his hor- hormones. So his wife could get pregnant. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But it wasn't approved by the NFL. So he ended uh, up getting suspended. No, the first four games, you know. So was he kind of like banking that they would approve it? So he was like, I'm going to just take it, just put the paperwork in, expecting they would approve it? No, no, no. They, no, he, he didn't, he didn't start taking it. He, they, he, they, he actually notified the NFL, uh, front office about it. But they, um, they said, no, it's not approved. But he's like, you know what? Y'all can kiss my ass. Uh, I'm getting my wife pregnant. I'm gonna have a baby. So I can see that. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could too. Totally, every totally. Man, so that's every man's right, right there. Yeah, but the NFL is like you know no. It's like a no, almost, almost, almost a no bend policy to where if they do if they do it to one person, they got to do it to all. Like they try to have as they try to keep it black and white. You mm-hmm. know. Because imagine, imagine if he goes in and then just starts <laughs> wrecking the NFL numbers and breaking records, like that's people are gonna automatically be like, ah, oh, that is because he was taking that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. And it even happened to a cowboy defensive player where he kind he he just did really well that week. He he had like two interceptions, he had like you know, all these other tackles. And so they got suspicious and as soon as the game was over, they had somebody waiting. For him to, you know, hey, go piss in a cup. But he was clean. You know, he wasn't doing anything. I wonder if he, you could sue them for that after you, you turn up clean. I, I wonder if you could sue them. No, because it's, 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 all, it's all in the contract. That's true. You know, so whatever the NFL does, it's all written. It's all within the rights. So, trust me, people have tried to fight it before, but... <clears throat> Not, there's nothing much a judge can do if it's in the contract and you sign the contract. You know, you 
<clears throat> I was gonna say, well, next time read the contract better. Yeah. Uh, one uh, one more thing before you change topic. Uh, on a scale of like zero to a hundred percent, how much do you agree with like most of the NFL's rules and how they handle a lot of these cases? Um, probably about thirty percent. 30, 30 you're like, okay, I'm with that. And then the 70, you're like, what's that? What do you, what do you yeah. do? Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that they shouldn't really, you know, like, okay, I understand the PEDs. It's almost taking them just for their benefits so they can get bigger, stronger, faster. You know, no, of course not. But there is some things like, for instance, uh, a lot of these, a lot of these ex players, you know, they, and that you don't, I can't blame them. They don't want to take these pain pills. You know, they get hurt all the time. So to manage their pain, what would they rather do? Shit, they, they, they all they want to do is they want to spark up. You know, they want, they want to, you know, some Something. CBD, just just to kind of you know get the pain management. You know, just to kind of get it under control. Um, <clears throat> there is a lot of states that have already legalized it, but the NFL is kind of just like. I mean, they you, you could tell they want to change, but they're like, well, we're just, there's a fine line right here where, okay, what are these players going to start coming to the game stoned? <laughs> you know, trying to play and they're falling all over themselves and shit, you know? Like, so, I mean, that, that's that's something they could probably work out to where, you know, it could be something that's scheduled where they know that they're doing it, you know, for this amount of time. But after this time or before this time, they can't. So, <clears throat> but and that, but that that seventy percent goes a whole lot further than just that. You know, it's just the way they punish some of the players. It's just it's ridiculous, and you know. But the, the owners <laughs> decided to to extend uh, Roger Goodell's uh, contract about two years ago. Goddamn! I feel like that yeah. boy's got one uh, one foot on a banana peel and the other one in the grave. For real, no, you ain't lying about that. And you, but of course, who was the, who was the one trying to fight it? Jerry uh, Jones. I feel it. I was gonna say Jerry Jones. I was like, I don't want to say it though. I hope it's not that boy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it all stemmed from the Zeke suspension, where he didn't do anything wrong. The the charges were dropped. The girl said she fabricated the story. The investigator said, "No, no punishment is due here for him because he didn't do anything wrong," and yes. they still suspended him. Like, are you kidding me? But do you, I mean, do you remember what the re? I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but do you remember what their reasonings were? Like, what did the NFL say? Like, yeah, we know all that, but we're still going to go ahead and like suspend them. Well, they, uh, I guess, there was like one or two incidents um, where. There was one where he was, I guess, in New Orleans during Mardi Gras, and he and he pulled this girl's uh, shirt down. So, her, of course, her, her her tit came popping out. Uh, but I mean, nothing came of that, you know, until NFL. You know, of course, media media starts to get it out there, and NFL got a hold of it. Um, I think there was like one more incident or something that when he was in college, but that was before. Yeah, yeah, he, he, try to yeah, yeah. So, you know, but 
I mean, yeah, they gave, you know, they gave Roger Goodell, um, they gave him and his family um, health insurance for life. That was part of the deal of re-signing him. Um, his own private, either helicopter or, or charter plane. Like, it was, like, ridiculous what he got out of this deal. Yeah. What did he, he get? Well, he got that. He got, you know, he got his own private, private jet. Or it was a private jet or private helicopter. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna add on more. I was like, oh god. Well, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there's more, but that's those are the two that that stick out the most. No, that's for sure a lot. <clears throat> so, but I mean, what can we do? Really, nothing. So that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yep, exactly. Um, next up, uh, Jesus, I can't believe I'm gonna mention this, but. Uh, <laughs> David Njoku is scheduled to come back off of the IR from his broken wrist. Does that mean? Uh, does that mean we gotta talk about the you know who's? I mean, not really. I just wanted to mention that. You know, I'm <laughs> mentioning <coming back. laughs> there's nothing much to talk about there. I mean, what I'm, can we can talk about Kareem Hunt. We can talk about Kareem Hunt. <clears throat> um, well, let's let's talk about Njoku first. I mean, um. How much? I mean, dog. Honestly, how much impact do you think he's gonna have on the team when he comes back? Well, I just I don't think it's how much impact is is the is the main key about it. But it's like if you're adding another mouth that needs to be fed to the total they have there, and it's like you know when is when is too much talent? You know enough? Like when is you know when, where do you draw the line at to where? You're trying to keep everybody happy, but not everybody's going to be happy. And it might turn out to be where nobody's happy because they're not getting the ball as many, as much as they think they should. That's true. You know, because let's think about it. Okay, there's OBJ, of course, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt now, Nick Chubb, David Njoku. Um, we have their third string wide receiver, Rashard Higgins. Um, who else? No, so Baker's got to try to find like a balance to where everybody's going to keep stay happy, and that could get in the way of them winning games to where they're they're more in line with keeping their stars happy rather than winning the game. Man, dude, I, I can see that could be a real slippery slope because I know we're out here trying to make money, but it's like people are going to be – they're going to lose that, like, feeling of, oh, this is real authentic. They're going to just – it's going to turn, like, into wrestling. Like, oh, yeah, they're just doing stuff for ratings now. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, and, and, I mean, we I think we can both admit it's already a mess out there. You know, so how much how much more worse can it or will it get? Well, I guess, well, I mean, you said Kareem Hunt. I mean, um, just kind of like what you were saying. I know that <clears throat> Brian was saying something about just making them a, like like kind of like a duo. You know, if one doesn't do good, both of them will do good, or at least both of them will get mid-range points. But, um, I mean, it's kind of like what I was thinking with the Patriots. I mean, I didn't look at Julian Edelman's. Uh, numbers lately, but I kind of feel like if you have somebody on the Patriots and the Patriots really like to, you know, spread their workload kind of evenly, 
you know, I don't know if they're the craziest option to have for, you know, a fantasy team compared to, you know, somebody that goddamn like they depend on like Christian McCaffrey, you know, like they depend on that boy to to do good. Well, I think it's all it's all um with the organization. That's what it all boils down to. You know, the Patriots are pretty much a no nonsense. This is how we do it. Um, we're bringing you in. Uh, if you don't like it, well, then there's the door. But this is this is how we this is how we continue to get the job done. Yeah. No, this is how this is how we're able to win Super Bowls. So either you're with it or you're not. And you know, most players, of course, they're with it because you know they want to win. Yeah. About that. Well, I mean, some ca- I don't know who cares more about what, but what do you care more about, the fame or the those those championships? You know. Right. And it's also all you know up to the you know, the quarterback and how comfortable they get with a player throwing on the ball and all that. So, you know, yeah, there is going to be those games where Nick Chubb goes off or Kareem Hunt goes off. But like I said, let's not let's not forget how those other players don't want to be forgotten about. That's true, man. You know, and it's it's. I mean, I don't. I don't foresee it being that, you know, that that great out there just because you have both of them. You know, there, there there's going to be weeks where they each get only 10 points. You know, it's and it's not like the what they're trying to do, they're trying to compare them to the Saints. But one thing that people don't understand, they're not understanding or they're Uh-oh. forgetting about. They trigger Jay. They, they try to compare them to the, to the Saints. Now they trigger and, you really can't because who do the Saints rely on? Michael Thomas. And, yeah, they have a couple other receivers, but Tomorrow. Michael Thomas is the one. Yeah. You know, and they got the running backs, uh, Alvin Kamara. And then when that, whenever Mark Ingram was there, yeah, okay, it worked because those were, their, those were the guys. They were consistent about getting the job done. It's different when you have all these other stars, you know, that it's not going to quite work out the same. So... But I guess no. Wait to see. Uh, they have the Steelers next. Uh, the Steelers are are uh, in or as far as fantasy the third the third ranked defense. They've improved greatly since the trade for uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, so I mean I don't see I I don't see him winning that game. <clears throat> but I mean I feel like definitely that was a good trade. Like as far as thinking on their toes. Because Jesus, they lost the. I mean, I don't know how. I don't. Do you think they were planning for this, man? Because whenever you're in the league as long as Roethlisberger was, you gotta at some point get the feeling like, all right, this this guy can go down at any minute. We need to have a backup plan. Who, who are you talking about, the Steelers? Yeah, Steelers for Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, because, yeah. Well, I mean, they're a quarterback right now. Uh, Mason Rudolph. That was their plan. They he was the heir apparent. You know, to uh, that team, the quarterback. Now he's not as great. You know, maybe he just he needs to get this year under his belt, just so he can kind of you know improve. But they also lost. You know, of course they lost. And you know, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, which they didn't have last year, but um, Connor seems to keep you know getting hurt here and there. Um. So you know it's 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 an adjustment period. It's an adjustment period for that team. 
Uh, I guess. Um, I mean, I, now are they going to run with Mason Rudolph next year if Ben decides not to come back? If he just all of a sudden wants to retire, I don't know. But I know for the next year or two, you're still going to have Big Ben. So, um, yeah, so some some you got to wait and see. We'll, we'll for sure see. Uh, next up, Matt Breida. Uh, he's going to be missing this week due to his ankle injury. So that could be good for Tevin Coleman. Dog, that was the first thing that I was thinking, honestly, man. Like, I mean, you know, even even whenever Breda's in, like, I'm never too, too worried. I mean, I was watching the game and, like, a lot of the first half, maybe even the first three quarters, they didn't use Tevin Coleman too much. I think it was, like, the fourth quarter where he had finally got that, that long drive. So... Some people I'm starting to realize, like, I can use them, you know, and only expect, like, 10 to 15 out of them, you know, because I got the other guys where if they perform how I want them to, they're, you know, it kind of balances out, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, one, I guess one point I left out earlier about the 49ers. Um, uh, Seahawks beat them. So teams teams are gonna are gonna watch the film of the Seahawks and the 49ers game and they're they're gonna think, okay, this is the blueprint on how to beat the 49ers. You stop the run, which means you stack the box and you make Jimmy G beat you. You make him throw the ball and beat you. And well, of course we we found out that you know, hey, they really could they they couldn't beat the Seahawks, and and so that's what teams are going to start doing. They're going to start stacking the boxes, stop the run, to make them throw and beat them. Do you feel like Jimmy G has improved, or is just the Forty ers are just holding it down? I believe the Forty ers are just holding it down. You know who's. We found out early on in the game that he's still throwing reckless interceptions. He's he lost two of his key players, so he almost got lost in the sauce. Um, yeah. No, I just I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. If you ask me, I feel you, man. And what's crazy is that's well, I guess we'll talk about the I'll talk about it in the games. It'll come back up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and we we got a podcast tomorrow, folks. So you got to you got yourself a back to back this week. <laughs> um, Tyler Lockett, he was uh, he 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 left the game with a leg contusion. That check this out. Now they asked Pete Carroll, you know, how serious was his injury? <laughs> Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll shared his expertise on the matter. Oh, geez. And he thinks there was a lot of swelling, so that's what he thought made it made it really bad. But he did. Uh, uh, he just did. let that go down. <laughs> Can you just put some ice on that, man? We need him back out there. Yeah, yeah. No, but the uh, he did. Uh, he did spend two days in the hospital for that. Now it's real serious. I mean, leg contusions; those are those are bruises down to the bone. So that affects like tissue down there to where if you don't let it heal, that's gonna that could affect uh, 
No, I I believe they, I believe they say blood clots and you know so they say he's going to be ready to go this week, but I, mean, I don't know one 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 helmet one helmet hit to that to that you know to that leg where they where that that contusion's at and he's going to be like yeah you know what never mind I probably should probably should have stayed home. I know them boys hit hard. It says uh, Seahawks. Tyler Lockett flies home after two days in hospital. This was seven hours ago they posted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett might not miss any games. Wow, they're really – I mean, see, in this situation – Well, well I, but, but, but I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, the, Seahawks are on, the Seahawks are on bye this week, so that's oh, helping. That's going to help him out. You're right. I didn't realize that. I forgot that. I forgot okay. about that. Well – so I, and I mean, I mean I honestly, guess... like I, uh, I feel like they're they're finding some people, uh, kind of like the Patriots. Like they have some weapons, you know, out there aside from the people that you think like uh, DK Metcalf. I felt like was showing up, and so now I think Wilson's seeing how he can play Metcalf. Yeah, well, also they uh, remember they signed Josh Gordon, and he had a couple cat. He had a couple key catches in the game. <clears throat> Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Maybe, you know, I'm sure they're going to be using him a lot um, here in the next, well, week, week 12. So, yeah. Yeah, after the bye. Okay. Moving on, moving on. Uh, Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore is out with a hamstring strain. So, he's considered week to week. Now, who, who that benefits um, I think whoever, whatever team plays the Saints, right? Or... <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, if I remember correctly, um, it was it was against the Saints. Well, I know, I know he almost he almost shut down Julio Jones. He shut down Mike Evans. gave gave him that big goose egg, that zero, uh, yeah. way back in that week four or five for me. Um, so I mean that he's really, that guy's really stepped up. He's able to. Uh, you know he's able to shut down those uh, those receivers, and guess what? They play this week. Thank God, because <laughs> if he's if he's out, I ain't got to worry. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, man, I wish that uh, it was the same thing for me with with Julio Jones. I mean, he still got some catches because he's Julio Jones. He's gonna get something, but what? Nowhere near the points that we're used to seeing him get. No, no, wasn't at all. So, I mean, that's good. That's good. Get get that out of the way right now. I mean, so okay. Here we go. Falcons tight end Austin Hooper is going to be out for a month at least with a sprained MCL. He was uh, he was a leading catch. Uh, he he was leading the league for in four tight ends and catches. Like he was really he was really having himself a, a breakout year. So, Has he had an injury in the past? If yeah, yeah, I, I I would think he's injury. I don't want to say prone, but he's plagued. He's been plagued every year with injuries, pretty much. I mean, so yeah, I mean, whenever you're a bigger guy, like I mean, I feel like, geez, even like the guys that they let kind of put on some fat and just get bulky, I feel like those are the ones that got to watch out. Like you know, uh being oh, that yeah. heavy, heavy, being that heavy and running like that all the time—that's 
you're gonna you're gonna hit harder, fall harder. I mean, it's gonna you're you're gonna feel more impact. Yeah. And I, I know me the way like I like to play like I'm trying to cut real fast like I'm Derrick Rose over here so you know all <laughs> that weight oh, god damn it I try to cut too hard I gotta snap my shit I slip my disc <laughs> yeah it, it, it'll happen man it'll happen so um but that you know that could just mean more uh, more targets for Julio Jones or Calvin Ridley. Exactly. Because uh, coming up next is uh, Devontae Freeman, the running back. He's out with a foot sprain. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Hill, their backup running back, filled in. He did, he did a pretty good job. So uh, he'll be playing. Uh, he'll, he'll be the starting running back this coming week. So, yeah, it's good for him. Um, Saquon. Saquon Uh-oh. had to go back to the, get x-rays again on that. Uh, yeah. On the same ankle. Uh oh. Like, that boy, he don't want to. He don't. He don't want to chill. And, you know, my whole thing is, my whole thing with this is, is like, when are they going to start letting the doctors determine how long a player should be out, rather than the player? Well, I don't know, man. That's how it's what supposed is... to go, right? <clears throat> well, yeah, but then you already know they're going to use some tactic where they're going to be like, oh, I'm just going to get a second opinion until. You know, I get the opinion that I want, and then. But I I see what you're saying. I I thought that that was already what was going on. Like, you know, uh, team teammate, and you know whoever is going with them, they go to the doctors. The doctor says this and that, and that's the rules they follow. I thought that that's what it was. Well, usually, I mean, every team has their own team doctor, doctors. Uh... You know, plural. Yeah. Looks for, you know, they have all different kinds. But I mean, yeah, the player doesn't like what he hears. They go to an outside source and seek the answer they're looking for. But it's just a lot of these doctors aren't gonna like. They're not gonna like um, kind of back down and tell the player, "Okay, no, yeah, you you could play this week." You know, when they're supposed to be out for like a month, month and a half, Ugh. because that comes back to you know on on the doctor. Because you know they're going to get called out. They're going to get you know, called out by the team. They could, you know, face uh, you know a lawsuit or you know it's just so these doctors. I mean, doctors have they go. I mean, they go to school for a really long time for good oh, reason. Yeah. They're not going to so fluke a lot of things like that. Maybe one or two. Well, they, I mean, they're not. They're, they're not going to give up their integrity just because a player wants to hear that he could play when no, he shouldn't. But when it comes to, when it's coming closer to that time to where they can play, a lot of times these players are just like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Look, I'm fine. Until they get out on the field where they're really running fast or they really have the cut or really getting hit. Then they're like, Oh, I'm hurt again. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, doctor said, you know, doctor said eight weeks, <laughs> not four weeks. And, you know, see how you feel. Like the uh the coat the the doctor's like yeah man sorry it looks like you're gonna be out for about uh, sixteen weeks at least the coach kind of tapping them with the with the stack of money like right, let's go lower how about we go lower <laughs> oh god I'm thinking, I'm thinking more eight <clears throat> right yeah but um so I guess I guess we'll wait and see with him I, I don't anticipate him uh they're they're on by as well. So, um, we guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out. 
Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford was held out of the game due to fractured bones in his back. Uh, that doesn't is... sound good. No, it's not. Right? And possibility he could play this week, though, but that's probably not the smartest decision. Like, are we talking like, you know, L4, L5s or whatever those things are called? Like, oh, you're talking disc? Yeah. Um... I would, say, uh, I would say, I would say, like a little hairline fracture. Is it the disc or is it the? I think it's the vertebrae. The vertebrae are the bone. The disc, the disc are just like cartilage in between the vertebrae, to where, uh, to where, like you know, the spine isn't just um, crunched up together. It's okay. almost like cartilage. I would, and I know because I mean, I, of course, you know, I'm sure I've, you've heard it. I've, had two back surgeries. I, I actually have an artificial disc in my lower back. Um, so whenever uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how the fractures feel, but I know how the pinch disc feel, and that's not a that's not a fun feeling at all. So I can just imagine uh, with the fractured bones, and then and oh, I get you know fractures are just like little cracks in the bone, but still, I mean they're saying multiple, so. Yeah, multiple. I mean, that's just going to, I mean, you know, even with like hairline fractures and stuff, man, you want to let that heal up, you know, quick because that can affect your game if you try to push through it. You know, we're we're talking about professionals here. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I guess unless, so, you, unless you're Michael Jordan playing with the flu, you know what I'm saying? Or just really hung over from your night out yeah. in Atlantic <laughs> City. <laughs> you gonna oh, hit shit. me with that? I'm gonna hit you with that. I'm gonna be like, no, hold on, hold on. It's not, you know, it's not really. I'm sure it's the flu, but you know, could have been the flu from I don't know, maybe staying up all night. <laughs> I didn't know you could get the flu like that. I didn't. I I didn't think so either. But apparently, to Michael Jordan, it's possible. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Moving on though. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Ty Hilton considered man. We got a lot of injuries. Ty Hilton considered week to week. Um, he's been out. Nobody's really missing him, except my brother. Um. Yeah, I was just about to say. Sterling Shepard was. I believe he's looking at the possibility of being placed on the on the injured reserve. Due to his concussion symptoms, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they do if they haven't already. Uh, you know, when it comes to concussions, they don't play, so they might just tell them that's it, done for the season. Let's get this right. Come back next season. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, quarterback for the Colts, is going to play this week, as well he as is. James. Huh? He is. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. He cool. Is. Cool. Bye. James Conner will play this week as well. They play tomorrow night. Um, but that's about it. That's about it for the news and notes. Let's go ahead and get into uh, last week's league games. See what we got here. First up, first up, we're gonna go ahead and uh, you know we're gonna go ahead and get your game out of the way. First up, changed his pants or changed his plans. Versus wait, wait. the nation. 
You know what's crazy, Jay? You know what's crazy is the whole time this thing wasn't breaking up, but as soon as you said that, like, let's get yours out of the way. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said uh, change his pants, but then I said oh, change his plans, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just well, a little shade your uh, way. Basically, Jay was in his room with a, a dim spotlight on his desk, and he has a folder that says top secret plan to take me down and uh well let's just say step phase one didn't go as planned so uh it was only right that i changed my team name to change of plans hold on i had the i had the folder or manny had the folder no well i mean you know manny was like you know one of the the co-conspirators you know what i'm saying oh okay okay yeah okay. yeah 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 y'all i heard y'all met in a empty parking lot and y'all were trading uh trading folders well i mean he didn't he obviously didn't read the whole the whole thing because <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you, you missed a couple pages there bro uh like damn homie but uh no. Yeah, go I ahead. Mean, uh, I mean, yeah, honestly, uh, in all, uh, you know, this was my my by NATO week. Everybody was on by, so I was doing what I could with what I had. Um, I will admit, I was nervous playing Prescott instead of Wilson, but all I remember is just looking at um, the yardages allowed with you know Seahawks uh, against whoever they were playing. I forgot. 49ers. Uh, yeah, the 49ers. And uh so it, I mean it, it was looking be- uh it was looking better for Prescott, you know, against uh against uh the Vikings. So I took a chance on that. And uh also I forgot who else I decided to put in. I mean, obviously all my chips came down to Tevin Coleman. And it ended up working out. Uh, I was biting my nails the entire time. Well, you uh, played uh, you you played Greg Olson in a flex spot. Yes, which is surprising. And you played Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, uh, last game, whenever I had one, I tried uh, my my two tight end combo, which it was uh, Darren Darren Fells, I think his first name is, uh-huh. and then uh, also and also Zach Ertz. <laughs> So that did really well for me. So I decided to give it like, you know, a second try on this one. And also because everybody else was on by. Well, I mean, it worked. It really did work, man. I mean, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad to take away the W. It was it was a tough one. You know, Landry came through for you. Um, your running backs, they did just enough. To get you by. I mean, Barber, I was like, Barber, damn, Barber, you got me more than five points. Proud of you, bro. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Buying um, you a steak dinner. <laughs> going over to going over to the nation's commish. Um, of course, Lamar Jackson, you know, he, he did a big 40 points. I mean, he had Gordon had 20. That's right. He started off Thursday with 20 points with Gordon. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Tate Tate got twenty three points. Um, Travis Kelsey he got him twenty points, but other than that, Devin Singletary was quiet. Oh, and Le'Veon Bell got sixteen, almost seventeen points. So that was good. Um, but Cooper Cup, man, Cooper Cup gave him the uh, gave him the the goose egg, man. He just got I shut down. I don't get it. Yeah, that's so wild, man. I mean, 
Is there something going on, man? Well, I'm telling I mean, you, I'm I, try, gonna, I try to say it. I try to say it. I, I, I've been, been trying to say it for weeks now. Like, I know you're saying the whole thing about, you know, they're going to try to save Gordon for, I mean, uh, oh, that's the Chargers. Never mind. Talking Gurley? Yeah, I'm tar- uh, talking, yeah, that's right. Uh, Gurley. But mm-hmm. then, like, uh, is that the only thing, though? Okay, well, uh, uh, well yeah, I'll, let, me, let me try to explain it. Uh, as best I can. Okay, and I, I yeah, know okay. I'd mentioned this in the past. Okay, now the thing with um, when whenever Sean McVay he took over the Rams, his yes. big thing was he was calling in the plates to God. Now, quarterbacks are mic'd up; they have a mic. But whenever the play call, clock reaches fifteen seconds, it cuts off. Yes. Okay. So. Essentially, uh, Big Bay had 15, 20 seconds to call the play into golf, tell him what to audible to because the defense is already getting set up and they're looking like they're going to blitz this guy, blitz that guy, and so audible to this. Well, teams caught on to that. No, they're like, oh, well, he's calling in the play. He's calling in the audible to golf. Well, guess what we're going to do? We're not going to set up as a defense until after that 15 seconds. And so by teams doing that, it's forcing Goff to kind of make the adjustments to the offense, calling audibles and whatnot. And he's been, you know, he's been proven that he's really not that good at it, you know? So, yeah, honestly, that's all I've been hearing on the, uh, on the media. They've been talking about Goff just isn't as good as he was last year. It's not. I'm telling you, these teams have these teams got them figured out already, and so uh, you know that's just. I mean, he's going to have to learn how to overcome that somehow, some way. How I don't know, but you get paid millions of dollars, you better figure it out. Figure something out, man. <laughs> you know, so he needs to try the uh, the annexation of El Paso. <laughs> he needs to try some, man. <laughs> whatever it is, these teams are, you know, they're not they're not fooled. And then, of course, yeah, Gurley, they're not really using him. Now I could see them ramping it up here in, like, by week 14, 15, kind of, like, cutting him loose, letting him go, you know, because, of course, we all know what happened last year. They just – he just stopped playing, you know. He was hurt. Hmm. So. Could, you see, could you see him maybe going to – the Dolphins, and then just the Dolphins using their first round draft picks for like a badass wide receiver or running back. Oh no, he he just signed a contract extension oh, before last been... season. Oh yeah, oh, so... I thought you say he didn't. Oh, okay, right, so he's he's there. He's there for the next at least two three years. So very well. Um, you know, he is a running back, so he might not last that much longer. But I guess we'll wait and see. Um, moving on, here we go. We got the Purple Cobras who took on the heart attacks. Um, this game right here, man. Um, heart attacks. I mean, she had you know, Drew Brees was relatively quiet with 20 points. Um, but of course, Derrick Henry, 33 points. Um, Rojo, Ronald Jones, 22.6 points. Nobody expected him to ever come through, they thought he was. Dead in the water after last season. I did too. 
um, Austin, Austin, uh, Austin Hooper. He, you know, he got 11 points. You know, that was okay. But uh, Amari Cooper, 31.7 points. And then the Ravens' defense. Now let's consider they're playing the Bengals, so the Bengals are really bad. Fair. But, but uh, oh, I'm sorry. Last week, wasn't it? What's that? Yeah, last week. Yeah, they were playing the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26 points. So, um, I mean, she pretty much killed him. You no, know, yeah, Kyler Murray. He got he did good, 36. But other than that, I mean, it was just abysmal performances all the way across the board from Mark Ingram. You know, Chubb got, you know, 14 points. Okay. Robinson got 14 points. Godwin, 13. But, you know, that's just not enough nowadays. You know, it's really not. Yeah, it's not, man. I kind of saw him. Like, uh, what did the the final score end up being? Like 16-13 or 16-19 or something like that? For what? For which game? Uh, uh, You're talking about the Browns? Oh, the, oh, the Browns, oh, 1916. I'm, I'm talking about, like, I'm talking overall, like, the players, like, you know, fan, fantasy-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. But, yeah, well, I was going to use that to, to say, like, they were, like, really hyped whenever they had, you know, barely squeezed that, that win out. I'm like, damn, it, it still seems like y'all got some work to do, though, you know? Oh, definitely, they do. I mean, a lot of work. I mean, oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't want them to be all sad and shit. Like, oh yeah, we won, but still, yeah, whatever. But still, don't get too high and mighty, man. Like y'all still, y'all still kind of at the bottom. Don't forget. True. Yeah. Very true. Um. So I guess we'll wait and see. Uh. Next up, Dirty Harry versus the Mama's Boys. Oh, now, this oh, one right God. here. All I gotta say is, Harry, if you were here. I have to give you an earful, Harry. Come on, my my brother. You couldn't let this happen. I mean, you have to check your lineup. You have to check your lineup every Sunday morning. I mean, you you just you have to. Even if it's not Sunday morning, Saturday morning, you have to stay up on the news. I mean, guys, I got this. You know, I got you that. I got you that edge to where you know use it to your advantage to find out the news on the players. Because look, I'm telling you. It's crunch time right now. You know, playoffs are three weeks away. So, beginning of the season, I might have been messaging you to, you know, hey, this player's going to be out. You might want to replace them. But as of last week, I mean, that's it. Like, you're on your own. Like, you got you to keep up with your lineup. You can't yeah. blame it on this. You can't blame it on the players. I mean, if they're hurt, they're hurt. You have to check your lineup by 1030, 11 o'clock every Sunday morning. You have to. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where some of the wins are. You're gonna have to, if you see that opportunity, you got to take it. For instance, if you notice somebody's not starting, or somebody's starting somebody that's injured, or you know, maybe a piece of information on a player that they could easily look look up, but they don't know it. That's where you got to kind of be like, well, I can't help you out, you know, this deep into, you know, this close to the playoffs because any little bit helps. Yeah, and nobody's gonna really help help out. I mean, you, I mean, you see how nobody <laughs> nobody even bothered to like to like put something on Telegram to you know put a message on the group on the chat to where hey he was hurt. Nobody because you know everybody's buying everybody's buying for a position, you know, a spot in the playoffs or or whatnot. I mean, 
And I mean, am I mistaken, or was the score like were they both in the nineties? And that was because Harry didn't even have a quarterback, so he could have just had a quarterback in there, no matter who, and he would have won. Yeah, well, he he lost by less than two points. It was ninety five point ninety five point thirteen to ninety three point five. Man, Harry, I don't know if we're going to hear from him for a while, man. You, you got to give him some time on that one. I mean, hey, I take all the time you need, Harry. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like that that Johnson running back, I would have taken him out. You know, it's just little, little things that would have easily won you the game. Yeah. Um, but speaking of his team, uh, Fitzgerald had 15 points. That was good. Uh, Keenan Allen had 16 on that Thursday night against Oakland. And uh, Ebron had uh, 10 points against Miami. I mean, other than that, of course, McCaffrey, but he had, he only had 24 points. And we I say only because, you know, you used to see him like 35 with the guy. Yeah, man, but Jesus, you can't – I mean, we say it every time. You can't put the whole weight of the team on him, man. And he's okay, – you know, speaking of, you know, I just, I just found out today uh, McCaffrey, he's on the injury report with the foot foot issue. There you go. There oh, you go. Man. He's like, I mean, I'm, it's maybe he makes it through the whole season, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets hurt one of these weeks coming up, or you know, he seriously gets hurt because he's not taking the time off. But if he he's literally, he's literally he's he's taking everything. I mean, he's playing every play and everything. it's like man. diving for everything. So if you're a player like Christian McCaffrey or maybe at the same caliber. And you know you're getting all the points, but the team is just—I'm not saying this happens to the Panthers, or maybe it kind of is—but the team is just not going anywhere. And you kind of feel like you're, you're out here just getting all the points. No one's trying. You as a player, do you think you're still, you know, playing, you know, your heart every time, or you think you're kind of pressing the brakes a little bit, kind of chilling out? Like, do you want to stack your stats still, or? Well, yeah, I would think they're still playing because they do. That's how they get their bonuses with the stats, you know. So, I mean, they're still trying to hit those marks because they're trying to get that extra money. I mean, just like anybody else with the bonus, you know, they're going to, hell yeah, they're going to work. They're going to work to get that. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, On Mama's Boy's side, I mean, she had Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, who had 35 points. Um, I mean, other than that, every, I mean, everybody just did enough uh, to get by. So, uh, now this week, she is facing me. Um, she has to win. She has to win out and have some help from other teams to lose that lose. But I just don't see that happening. So, um, she, she might be one of the first ones X'd out of the, of the playoffs this year. Um. So, so uh, where am I on the playoffs now that I had won that? If I'm the number one in the division, in my division, yeah. Well, I mean, you got your number one division. If the season ended last week, this this last week, you would have a first round bye, which means you don't play anybody in the first round. You just sit back and wait for one of the teams playing in the first round to get to the second round. I see. That's the good thing about getting to buy. I mean, you can, you can, you, you literally have one week just where you can just relax, not have to worry about setting your lineup. You can just watch those other teams go at it. 
Okay, okay, okay. I can see the perks. Yeah. So, uh, next up, it was uh, me, yours truly, public enemy number one, a.k.a. the all-god squad. And yes, folks, that's right. You heard it right. That was uh, Scott Steiner's music at the beginning of the podcast. I'm going full heel. All right. I'm coming for everybody's head. Everybody. Because that, that belt's staying with me. OJ. You heard right. Uh, anyways, I was taking on my brother, Comeback's Revenge, and he couldn't quite muster up that big of a comeback to get the W. So, uh, let me see. Matt Ryan, he was pretty quiet. 20 points. Dalvin Cook, 31 against the Cowboys. That's pretty That's pretty good. Aaron Jones against the Carolina Panthers. Got, got himself 27. Crowder, Jameson Crowder, guess, yeah, I guess he decided to finally go off. He got 19 points. My, that boy is so my, unpredictable. He is, bro. That's every year with him, though. That's every year. And, like, watch this week, he'll score two points. It's just, it's, you can never, <laughs> you can never either. figure the guy out, man. That's why it's like, eh, just let him go, you know, whatever. Let him go disappoint somebody else. Uh, Michael Gallup is 17. Uh, Mark Andrews, welcome back. He uh, got himself 23 points. He's been quiet for weeks now, but he's looks like he's getting back into the rhythm. Oh, now back now onto my squad. That's right. All God squad. Pat Mahomes, 43. He did great. Camaro was kind of quiet with 15. But Josh Jacobs, 19 points. Uh, Carson, 17. Tyreek Hill, 33. Mike Evans was kind of quiet at 12. But Michael Thomas got 28. Hunter Henry, 13. Uh, my kicker, M. Gay, something like that, uh, 14. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I cracked the 200 mark again. Watch out, people. No, no prisoners whatsoever. The only thing I'm watching out for is a a, a good tailor here in town that can size up belts because <laughs> I might need a, a couple a couple holes not uh, put in that one real quick. So. <laughs> oh shit! Good one. Good one. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, then, last but not least, the Blue Demons took on Mile High Squad. Um. Now for Blue Demons, uh, I mean it was kind of same, same, you know, like with a lot of these other teams where everybody was kind of quiet, you know. Winston had twenty six points, uh, Tariq Cohen thirteen against uh, against Detroit. Other than that, I mean, there just nobody, nobody did enough. Uh, going over to the other side, Aaron Rodgers was quiet again with only sixteen points, but that was enough because Christian Kirk against Tampa Bay. Scored himself almost 38 points. It was 37.8. Devonta Adams, he got himself 18 points. He's looking He's looking to get back in the rhythm of things. Um, Galladay, 14. So, you know, they did enough. They did enough um, this week. <clears throat> this week we'll get some more definition as to some of the teams making the playoffs. Um, now... I think I'm the only one that has secured a, a, a playoff spot. 
it's a wild card for now. But moving on to next week, uh, you know, some of these teams that are on, on the bubble that are barely hanging on, they lose, I might just get that. Well, the extra, uh, extra push. Well, what do, what do I have to do to have a guaranteed spot in the playoff? I mean, hold on, let me let me go look at the standings. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm ranked number four, but number one in my division. Right. Okay, number one, you got to win. Um, you got to win. Um, now it would either benefit you for either Harry. Dirty Harry or the Blue Demons and or both to lose. So that way you can kind of get some separation there. Um, it looks like you have most of the tiebreakers. So if they lose, you win. You're more than likely in the playoffs. Um, not the division winner yet, but in the playoffs, you know, same thing goes for my brother. Um, now, for instance, if Mile High loses this week and I win, then I, I I I go ahead and I clinch that uh, I clinch the division. I should clinch the division and should get that first round bye taken care of because that would mean she's two games behind me. And if I was to lose the next two games after this week, and she was to win the next two, it wouldn't matter because I have a tiebreaker with her. Oh. So, um. So we got a wise guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty smart, man. Yeah, I would think so. But that I mean, damn, that's what I mean. You just gotta win, dude. You gotta win. You gotta win two out of your next three. I would, I would say. Okay, that's easy. So if you can win two out of your next three, and let's say my brother loses, if he doesn't, if he loses two out of the next three, then the division's yours. But if he wins two out of the next three, or if he you know, ends up winning out three out of the next three, and you lose one of those games, one or two of those games, and division tis, but you're still in the playoffs, but you're you're playing in that first round. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying then. So, man. well, there's no six teams that make it. To the top. <clears throat> huh? Six six teams make it to the playoffs. The the division winners get the first round by. And the other four duke it out in the first round to go to the second round. So, but I, nice. I think I think coming up here after after this week, what Flea Flicker does, Flea, Flea Flicker puts a puts like a little chart where uh, where they tell you uh, it tells you your chances of making the playoffs and what needs to happen for you to make it to the playoffs. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. And also I'll tell you this team needs to lose, this other team needs to lose, you need to win or tie this game and, and yada yada. But I think after this week that's when it starts coming up. Yeah, you know what? I wonder if we can get any kind of like a sponsorship or something going with Flea Flicker. You know, because I mean we talk about them on our on our podcast and we could be like, Hey, you know, Flea Flicker, join the app best you know what I mean? Mm, that's a good idea. Cause I know I've heard other podcasts where they've actually sponsored them. Um, of course, you know they're not. A, we're not sponsored by them by any, you know, at all, folks. We do our own yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, hey, it is. You know, maybe that's something that uh, I could probably email them about and see. Uh, you know, see see what see what they can offer. Um, 
Oh, last but not least, let's go ahead and uh, we're gonna go over tomorrow night's game: Steelers versus the Browns. Of course, Ooh, there we go. We'll first. We gotta we'll end the show on the Browns. What the hell? Uh, I'm taking the Steelers. I mean, it's going to be interesting. No, very good defense versus a whole lot of talent in which they know, don't know what to do with it. Um, they, are, they are playing in Cleveland, so who are you taking? You know, I think as much as it's misconceived that I'm a fan of Mayfield, I don't like the cocky dudes that don't back it up with actual skill, but <coughs> I like Landry. Uh, I like OBJ in the sense that I feel like he's getting more crap than he actually really deserves. So I'm going to go yeah. for the Browns. I feel like they're pepped up from this last win. I don't think that, oh shit, now they've got this this next win, now they're badass again, but I feel like they, they might be pepped up enough and they're you're playing at home, so go with the Browns. All right, folks, you heard it there first. Go with the Browns. They might be on, might get themselves a little winning streak. We'll I see. doubt it, but it's I, possible. I, with freaking kitchens, man. God dang it. Get himself together over here if I'm not paying attention to stats. Get him something, man. Put, put a burger in front of an Excel spreadsheet or something with full of stats and I'm sure he'll sit there and read them, you know. Tell tell him to play some Matt players <laughs> on them, bro. Damn, they're scored that low. But uh, yeah, well, folks, I guess um, that's about it. That wraps it up for the show. Um, we will be coming to you again tomorrow night um, with uh, with the with the rest of the games and uh, possibly some more news and notes. But. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, for for Drew, um, y'all have a good night, and uh, see you later. Sleep tight, y'all.